You are listening to episode 10 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. I'm here to teach you how to rise above the stress of modern life so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. Listen, the goal is not a perfect shiny life, but I am interested in helping you create a life that's perfectly suited to you. All right, let's get started. Hello, how is everybody doing today? So today I'm recording and it's looking a little overcast and I'm having one of those very reflective moods. So today's topic is all about taking a playful approach to writing a year-end review. So this time of year, I get very reflective. You know, it's fun to look back on the year that went by and it's fun to look forward to the year ahead I don't know. There's something about December that seems really, I don't know. It's very magical. It's like everybody is celebrating. There's all of these world traditions with all of these world celebrations happening. And at the same time, there are a lot of difficult things in the news every week. You know, it's not like the discomforts of everything that's happening in the world, take a break for the holidays. So just holding, you know, kind of all of that in in my body, it's a very thoughtful mood that I'm in today. And yet, I believe wholeheartedly that my life is improved when I intentionally set my mind to a more playful or curious frame of mind. And I, frankly, I think that curiosity, it's a fun emotion. It's a playful emotion. And even with difficult things happening, I think curiosity, while it may not be air quote, like fun or light or playful, or even necessarily, you know, amusing, obviously, I still think curiosity is always the best way to approach when you're trying to learn from, grow from something, or when you're trying to figure out what contribution that you want to make. And so with that in mind, kind of, I'm in this very reflective space and yet still choosing to have a lot of playful curiosity. I wanted to come and talk to you today about, you know, what's your normal cadence this time of year? Do you review your calendar year in December? Is it typically your practice to look back at the year that you've lived through Is goal setting a part of your routine? Do you measure your time spent? One of the things that I think is very interesting is that um, I think a lot of people measure their goals or they have goals and we're encouraged to have goals that are measurable. A lot of the people that I work with will come to me and they will have money goals. For example, they want to get out of debt, or they want to save a certain amount, or they want to generate a certain revenue figure in their business. They may have health goals, such as working out a certain number of times or losing a certain number of pounds. So I think it's really interesting that a lot of times we set goals and we look at things 
in numeric metrics. And a lot of times the results that I see people put in their goal line, as well as when they're reflecting on the year past, they'll sometimes look at it in terms of those kind of measured concrete results. And and then our brains can have a lot of opinions about our progress in the year. And, you know, just keeping in mind that the human brain has a bias to negativity. Adults in particular, there have been lots of studies about adult human brains and how we tend to focus on the negative. And quite honestly, isn't that really kind of what it's supposed to do? Like if you think about it, for example, of when our brains evolved, you know, a sunny, breezy day, we didn't need a lot of brain power to process that. Hearing a sound in the bushes that might be a hungry tiger, you know, our brains are going to bring that to our awareness before it brings to our awareness. What a beautiful sunny day. And in our modern lives, we have a lot of things that come into our mental radar that are kind of like modern day tigers. And it may be email chiming in. It may be um, a request for your time or attention, whether it's maybe like maybe your kid is like needs something last minute or however you would define that to be. And your brain responds and it's just like negative, negative, negative. So when you think about reviewing your year, do you tend to look back? First of all, do you tend to look back? And if you choose to do that, do you like what you see typically? And I think it's not uncommon for people to look back at their goals and find out ways where maybe they didn't measure up. Quite honestly, I think a lot of times people's goals, the things that we set for us, may be like just big goals for our brains to handle. And sometimes we look back and we're like, what were we thinking? How did I ever think I was going to accomplish all of that in one year? So for some people, a year-end review can feel mm, not maybe not that great. Now, for some people, maybe some people are writing down, hey, I crushed it here, I crushed it there. But I do think that it's fun to almost counterbalance our brain's negative bias by focusing it on different measurement criteria. And that's where I got the idea of like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to take a like a playful approach to writing a year-end review instead of looking at the things we did or didn't do or what we created and counting the number of things, counting the number of monies we either shaved off a debt or added to savings or brought in the business, or counting the pounds gained or lost, depending on whatever your health goal was. And even, you know, beyond like reading certain numbers of books or like all of these kind of metrics-based things, I thought it'd be really fun to think about what I'm labeling as growth results. Like, isn't it interesting to think about, like, when you look back over the year, when you look back over 2021, you know, and really focusing your mind to look for things that maybe it's ignoring when it has this bias to find these negative things to categorize, you know, well, this is what we need to learn, or this is what we need to look out for. What about looking at some different things? So here are a few suggestions. I thought it'd be really fun to look at habits. Now, when I say the, the, if I were to ask you a question, 
What do you think about your habits? Just notice what popped in your mind. First thing, did you have the thought, oh, I have so many great habits. I'm just totally loving my habits. Or did you think, oh yeah, I have all these bad habits. Oh, notice what your mind offered. Quite honestly, when I do this game with people, like when I'm working in a, in a workshop or in person or just kind of in the fun every day, and I'm like, hey, what do you think of your habits? Nine times out of 10, I will hear about people wanting to change their bad habits. So the first thing that I would like to offer as a playful approach to writing a year into review is to list your super most awesomest habits ever. What are three to five things that you do that are habits? You don't even think about them anymore. You take them for granted. Your brain has just said, oh, this is like a sunny day. Uh, There's no worries here. It's not even paying attention to it anymore. List out the habits that you think make your life easier. What habits did you have in 2021 that made your life easier or better? And explore them. Why did they make your life better? How did they come to be in the first place? Isn't that fun? And then next, look at feelings. If you think back on a full year, which I know it's a pretty big time frame to look at and then ask the question, what were you feeling? But look back over the year and think if I had to list five to seven feelings that were kind of my go-tos, what would they be and why? Like what was going on? What was I thinking that was creating these feelings? And just look at them without judgment. Be sort of scientific. Like, hmm, yes, very interesting. Very interesting. I noticed that this year, my top five to seven feelings were this, that, and the next thing and list them out. And then from there say, oh, well, of those feelings that I noticed having most frequently, what were the ones that actually helped me make this the a good year, like a valuable year, not maybe like a good feeling year, but like this year was valuable. Let's just assume that we're going to decide that 2021 was a valuable year. What feelings contributed to that result? What feelings contributed to feeling like, you know, this was a year well-lived? Even if you had difficult things happen to you personally, and maybe you look back on them and you think, oh, well, that wasn't any good. I wasn't feeling peaceful and calm. Well, Maybe not, but maybe you felt resilient. Maybe you felt nervous a lot because you were putting yourself into a lot of new situations that were growing you. Think about things like that, like even big picture, when you playfully approach reviewing 2021, it doesn't have to be all unicorn farts and rainbow glitter, right? It doesn't all have to be cheery and positive. It's more about comfortable, uncomfortable? How many times did you encourage yourself through a tough spot? How many times did you support other people? Really focus on the big picture. How did you show up in 2021? And again, with playful curiosity. Here's a couple other things that I like to ask. What's something that you know today? You're listening to me on this podcast today. What is something you know today that you didn't know a year ago? 
try to list out a few things. In fact, get a page out, get a Google Doc open, whatever rocks your world, and and write down all the things that you know today that you didn't know a year ago. And it doesn't have to be like profound, like, I know that life is, you know, it doesn't have to be these profound things. It can just be little things. I'm trying to think of something now. Hmm. 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 Well, I know how to produce a podcast now. Didn't know that a year ago. Um, I know what sounds show up on the podcast and what don't. Um, What else do I know? You make your own list. Choose your own adventure. So think through things like that. And then just really review the year. Take it in. Notice. When you look at the year, notice, like, how did you handle yourself during the change of seasons? What contributed to periods of times where you felt like you were really showing up for yourself and the people in your life? You know, do you like to set goals that are two weeks long or seven days long or quarter long instead of a year long? And when you really look at like, look at the year and say, how do I want to feel about this year? What is one memory that if, if I only got one memory to come out of every year, is there like a memory or a sentence or a way to describe 2021 that I want to remember for my whole life and write it down? You know, I think sometimes when I do this work, quite honestly, you know, there's a, there's, there's a lot that goes into being a human being. There's good things. There's bad things, or at least things that we label good and bad. There are things that we find really comfortable and special and exquisite and profound and playful. And there are things that we find hurtful and confusing and stressful. And that's all part of living. But the gist of the work that that I do is really saying, hey, how do you want to approach things on purpose? And that includes like, what do you want to do on purpose today? What do you want to feel on purpose today? But then as you look back at 2021, what do you want to think about it on purpose? And this is not in any way saying you need to sugarcoat it like some sparkly motivational thing you see on the internet, which there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't have to shellac your life. You don't have to fake it till you make it. You can decide, you know, 2021, for those of you where you're like, 2021 was really tough, but I'm going to write the story in a way that I showed up for myself on purpose. Like I, if I'm going to remember this, I don't want to put a lot of like garbage negativity into my brain it's already looking for that in the first place. So this playful approach to the year-end review is really to encourage you to show up for yourself and say, "All right, I'm going to look at everything. I'm going to I'm going to ask myself some different questions. I'm going to go and hunt for the good since my brain is going to naturally hunt for the bad in my past. It's going to naturally be worried about the bad in my future. So I'm going to play a little bit and I'm going to go on a little treasure hunt for good things that happen in 2021. Even rough, painful, hurtful things 
that I handled well. That counts. It all counts. So it's just so funny because for whatever reason I was preparing for this episode and that song from Monty Python's Life of Brian came to mind, you know, always look on the bright side of life. And they go on to say, life's a piece of shit when you look at it. And it just tickles me because it's kind of in the spirit of this year-end review. In in the movie, they're singing, they're in a bad situation in the movie when they're singing that song. I'll just put it that way. And yet there's there's a sense of playfulness. Like, you know, sometimes life sucks, but we're here. This is happening. Now what? This is happening. Now what? 2021 happened. You were there. Now what do you want to think about it? What do you want to measure? What tiny little things do you want to go and remember now before they're forgotten forever? This was really kind of a different episode for me in that it's just like holding space or holding possibility that a year is a long time or a short time, depending on how you're looking at it. It is a time period where there's a lot of opportunity for variance. I'll put it that way. You could have some great days and some crappy days and some probably most of the days you don't even remember. So how do you want to put it in perspective? So as part of this episode, I actually put together a little workbook. I love it. It's very sparkly. Like it's legit got like sparkly on all the pages. I would love for you to go get that. It's my gift to you to help you review your 2021. So the link will be in the show notes, of course, and it's at lisaschwaller.com slash 2021 review, all one word, 2021 review. And from there, you'll be able to click in and get this sparkly little workbook that has all of these questions plus more, plus, you know, some other little thoughts. You can grab it for yourself, share it with 10 billion of your friends. It's just kind of my little gift to help people enjoy reflecting on their 2021 and really looking for the ways the, the little things. Look for the little things because it's all little things and all the little things add up to the big things, right? Can you believe we're at the end of 2021 and we're on to 2022 here soon? I can't wait. I can't wait to spend 2022 with you, all of you. All right. So with that, always look on the bright side of life and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying what you're learning here, I'd love to have you as a member of my Less Stress, More Fun podcast community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the show, plus get access to things I share only with community members. It's been so much fun spending time with you today, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.